Hello, my friends, and welcome to Live Inspired Monday Moments with John O'Leary. I record these so that you and I can begin our weeks in awe and, don't forget it, on fire with a burst of inspiration. Here we go. At age 10, think back to when you were age 10. Well, at age 10, a painful experience revealed to me how broken and disabled and imperfect I was. And then a conversation with my mom shortly afterwards challenged me to never believe the lies that would cheapen the blessing, the beauty, the perfection of my life. The lesson learned 30 years ago might benefit all of us in our lives today. You see, upon coming home from the hospital after being burned, fitting in was always my struggle. In the early days, I was taken into public in a wheelchair with my entire body wrapped in bandages from head all the way down to my toes. As the skin healed, the bandages were removed and the wheelchair was no longer needed, but scars still covered me from my neck to my toes. Throughout my life, I've had many experiences of being stared at, pointed at, whispered about, shouted about in public and in private, but it was an experience in church that was most searing for me. During the service, there's a moment that we turn to others, we extend our hands, we shake theirs, and we offer one another a sign of peace. As a child, this was a much-needed chance to burn off some energy that had been stifled over the previous 30 minutes trapped in a church pew. On one occasion, I remember joyfully turning to my brother, then my sisters, then my mom and my dad, and then turning to the family that we knew in front of us, and then afterwards, I turned around, I extended my right hand to a gentleman behind us. He extended his right hand to me, and then he looked down at my hand, and he realized that he was about to shake the hand of a little boy with no fingers and with arms that were scarred. The gentleman withdrew his hand from mine. He then crossed his arms, and he looked away. He refused with repulsion to shake my hands. I'll never forget it. Dejected, I pulled my hand back. I turned around. I put my head down. I tucked both scarred, fingerless, broken hands deep into my pockets, and I tried to disappear. It, it may seem to you as you listen to this today relatively insignificant. Yeah, but as a child with profound physical differences, already struggling to fit in, already lacking confidence, already longing and wishing to be normal, this painful experience was a reminder to me how obviously different and unwanted and unlovable I actually was. Hours later, through the power of a mother's intuition, I, I know my mom is a listener, so she's hearing this story for the first time. Through the power of my mother's intuition, my mom could tell that something was wrong. My typically joyful demeanor was absent. After denying to her that anything was wrong several times, I finally and tearfully admitted what had happened in church. I remember that my mom came a little closer to me. She knelt in front of me. She took my hands in hers, and she asked if I knew how truly remarkable I was. I nodded my head, and I told her, yeah, I do. It was a lie. It was a lie. My mom looked into my eyes and said in a tone that only a convicted, impassioned mother could muster, John, listen to me. You are a remarkable gift. You, John, are a walking miracle. You are a perfect little boy exactly as you are. You are absolutely perfect. 
And then she said, never, ever let your value be defined by someone else who doesn't even realize the gift that you are. Do you understand me? She then talked about the agony that we'd already survived, and she celebrated the bravery that we'd already revealed. She shared how these past painful experiences were preparing us, maybe even me, for something bigger and more beautiful than we could imagine. She discussed how real peace, real acceptance, and real joy will never come from someone else's opinion of me, but by choosing to love myself. My friends, I want you to hear this again in the community where you and I are living, this cancel culture where we are waiting to be appreciated and approved by everybody else in our neighborhood, in our homes, in our bedrooms, on social media, in our places of work, in our schools, in our places of worship. Hear this one again. John, real peace, real acceptance, real joy will never come from someone else's opinion of you but by choosing to love yourself. That's good advice. It worked in 1987. I think we need it again in 2021. And then she said, and John, I'm going to challenge you that from now on, when you meet someone, don't just extend your right hand, hoping that they might take it, but instead extend both. Sandwich their hands and yours. You pull them close towards you with love and you show them that you are absolutely, totally confident in who you are. For those that I've had the honor of meeting after speaking engagements, my practice of shaking hands like this, it usually ends, by the way, with a big hug, was not something that I figured out as a man, as an adult, or as a successful speaker, or published author, or podcast host. Uh Uh-uh. This was something that I was challenged to begin doing during a time when I lacked confidence, when I did not believe in the power of my story, when I was still totally unaware of the miracle of my life. Over time, this practice has freed me to not only embrace the blessings of my own imperfections, but also to realize that every single individual, that's you included listener, feels they too have scars that may make them somehow feel imperfect or unlovable. Some of us wear it on the outsides, others we have them on the inside of our heart, our experiences, our limiting beliefs. In authentically meeting others, though, where they are, and in loving them as they are, they depart a bit more confident and joyful about themselves than maybe they previously had felt. In a marketplace that feels so isolated, so stressed out, so divided over everything, just ask Dr. Seuss, my friends. I invite you today, just like my mother invited me, to view your past those painful experiences as preparing you for something bigger, something more beautiful than you could imagine. To understand that real peace, real acceptance, real joy will never come from someone else's opinion of you, but by choosing to love yourself and to approach new friends, distant acquaintances, and yes, even total strangers with confidence, with love, and with an open embrace. Accepting this challenge is certain to not only elevate the way we feel about ourselves personally, but it will also liberate us to extend our hands and our hearts to those still desperately seeking acceptance in their lives. There's a need for it, my friends. There's a need for it. For those who feel perhaps a bit isolated or you feel as if you're doing life by yourself today, let me encourage you to join us in what we call Living Inspired Together. 
My coach, Matt Miller, you've heard his podcast before. You heard the interview between the two of us. And I send out video encouragements every Saturday directly into your smartphone. If you'd like to receive these messages, this encouragement, and this communication to Two-Way Street, I encourage you today to reach out to our coaching texting hotline. Go ahead and just text me right now. I'll give you a moment to grab a pen. You ready? All right, write it down. 314-207-5010 and then text podcast 2021 to that number. So again, text podcast 2021 to the phone number 314-207-5010. This is a really cool way that you and I can stay in touch, not only when the Monday moments come out or when the Thursday episodes drop, but also a way for us to stay in touch on Saturday and beyond through our texting hotline. Final time, 314-207-5010. Text podcast 2021 and then get ready to live inspired together. So for this time and until next time, my name is John O'Leary. Today is your day. Live inspired.